Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of Next Big Tech with your hosts, Mark and Jackson. Yep. We are very excited to talk about folding phones this episode. And like I said before, not all of them are going to be themed, but these first couple we get out, we're definitely going to theme them. And folding phones is huge right now. I think 2021 and then the beginning of 2023 are going to be the years of folding phones. It's when we're going to start seeing so many more options get out there. And it's going to be really exciting to see all of these new innovative technologies that companies come out with. Right. So I think we should start with the probably the leader in foldable technology, and that's Samsung. So actually, in a couple days, August 11th, they come out with two new foldables, their Galaxy Z Fold 3, and then their Z Flip, I want to say three, um, I know the Z Flip they called 5G. That was their second generation. And, and this year it's the third generation. Now, I don't know if they're going to call it three or not, but um, those look like two really, really cool phones. The Z, the Z Flip is definitely an interesting one to look at. Because um, is there, hold on, on the outside of it, there's not a screen on the outside, correct? It's on it's the like, inside, it, right? It's it's a really small screen on the outside. Okay. It's okay. like, you know, if you put your two thumbs together, maybe that would be like the width of it. Honestly, right. it's that big. Now, will that be just to see the time or can you like silence a call on that screen or anything like that? No, I'm pretty sure. So the first generation, it was really small. Like it was, you know, fingernail small. And, and this year they made it a little bit bigger. They are going to, I think, make you or, or add functionality to be able to, you know, silence calls, maybe read some text messages or emails. Right. Um, but you can't really, it's not really functional. You know, it's funny. It's funny this this flip one here because it's like, I think everybody was like dying to not carry a flip phone anymore, right? I know I was, <laughs> and so when I got the, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. You don't have to open it. But now I think like, I mean, I'm definitely kind of bored of it. So I'm like, I'll flip open a giant touchscreen. Yeah. You know, I I think that that iteration of it is going to be huge because it's also and it, it's kind of like the Surface Duo, which we'll get to in a little bit, but it's you know you flip this down and that's it everything's silenced for the most part i mean there is a little bit of a screen on the outside but if you really want to interact with your phone you have to flip it open and it's almost right. like you close it and it goes in your pocket and you're done with technology for a little bit right which i think is really neat and it's true the action of closing the phone right right yeah no that's i agree with that actually <laughs> it, it's like you know i close it okay no more tech. Let's enjoy the moment. Let's enjoy what I'm doing, what I'm in. The screen's not going to light up and grab right. your attention and tempt you. Yeah, right. that's very true. Right. But now the, the, the Z Fold 3, that is going to be an extremely good phone. I mean, we talk about specs. It's obviously going to be uh, top-of-the-line processors. Uh, last year, they added a 120-hertz screen on the inside. They didn't do it on the outside. They added it on the inside, which uh, is, is good that they added it on the inside. They're probably going to do it on the outside this year, which you you have experienced 120 hertz screen now um, with right. your iPad that you just got. Um, it's fantastic. It's super fast, right? Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So I've only experienced one, or I've only experienced 90 hertz uh, with my Google Pixels, which uh, they do frame down here and there. But I went into developer settings and, and turned it on all the time, and 
it is fast. Um, it's nice. You can see a difference too. Like you can, you can see definitely see a difference. Um, and now with that fold three, isn't the idea behind this one is that there will be no visible crease in the screen, correct? Yeah. So they are coming up Samsung with with better hardware, and when I say hardware, I mean the the glass used yep. to uh, on the inside to to fold in and out, and and that's probably the biggest thing that people complain about is that crease in the screen. And I think they have some really ultra thin glass this year and it's going to be hardly noticeable to, to see that crease. At least that's what the rumors are saying. And we'll find out August 11th. Now, is this glass as durable as, you know, a standard smartphone uh, screen? Mm, I don't think so. No, it, it's not. Um, so there is a trade-off. There is a trade-off. There is. And, I think it's going to be more durable than last year's. And the reason I say that is because there's also rumors that there's going to be S Pen functionality included. So the Z Fold 3 is going to almost be like a note where you can you have that S Pen inside the phone and you can take it out and, you know, draw on that inside screen. I think they're adding functionality for that. And that means that it's going to be a pretty durable screen because you're going to have something pressing against it the whole right. time. Right. And now I'm, you know, I looked at prices earlier for the, uh, the full yeah. three, um, <laughs> for the 256 gig. What is it like? It's, I think it's almost $2,000 or it is $2,000. Yeah. It, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of money. That's, that's the biggest problem right now. Folding phones is it's difficult to find good deals and yep. $2,000. I mean, who can afford that? Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's a hefty, hefty chunk of change. Now, hold on. You have a foldable phone, right? Or you I have do. one. Right. right. No. So I, I have the Surface Duo right now. And right. people hated this phone. And I actually reviewed it. And when it when it first came out, I reviewed it. I, I loved the idea of it. Loved the idea of it. Right. The software wasn't there yet. Yeah. Um, the hardware was. It? So I, I, I let it go. And... I picked it up on a website called Woot, W-O-O-T, which Amazon owns. Um, and it's like it's like a, a side hustle, basically, for Amazon, where they come out with these insanely good deals. And this phone that was $1,400 at um, retail price is $400. Right. I got it for $400. So I, it was a steal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just use it for work. I'm not going to use it for my daily driver. And my work uses Teams, Microsoft Office, Word, OneNote. You know, all those Microsoft apps, which integrate extremely well with it. But this Surface Duo has a completely different uh, design than the Z Folds. Whereas the Z Fold, when you open it up, it's all one screen. Right. When you close it, there's a screen on the outside that you can play with. Yep. Uh, Surface Duo is no screen on the outside. And when you open it, it is two separate screens uh, combined with this hinge. But I assume they interact with one another. The they screens. do. They okay. do. So if you um, if you take one app, and it's it's kind of hard to see. So I'll, I'll be a shameless plug. If you want to check it out, go to my YouTube channel, uh, Fly Tech Guy, uh, all one word on YouTube. I do a couple of reviews on the Surface Duo. But what you can do is you can drag the app to span across both screens, and it, it's pretty functional with with Microsoft apps. A lot of other apps are getting there. But uh, it's some really cool things you could do. And, and like I said, for functionality, for work right now, instead of my daily driver, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like I was, I was thinking earlier, like, would I even, would a, would a foldable smartphone work for me? And I mean, looking yeah. at the, at the Surface Duo, I mean, obviously, it's less like a foldable smartphone and more like two screens <laughs> that are just attached in the middle, right? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I would, you know, at some point. Then again, you know, I love Apple products, so I'm wondering, will Apple come out with theirs, and will I say, "Holy smokes, I have to get that"? Yeah. Now that that's kind of getting frustrated, frustrating, you know, because Apple they make they really do they make great products, and I know a yes. lot of tech heads they don't like Apple products, right. but they do make really good hardware and software. I mean, everything they do is is just integrated perfectly. And I read an article today by Bloomberg and they said, you're going to have to wait another two to three years for a folding iPhone. Right. That's a little frustrating. And I that feel is like frustrating. That is frustrating. But at the same time, I feel like in two to three years, they're going to come out with something and it's probably going to be fantastic. They're not going to waste time putting out stuff. That's right. You know, behind the curve. You know what I mean? Right. No, they, they will. That's what they do is, is they, when they put out something brand new, they perfect that. Yep. They, they make sure it is absolutely perfect in their ecosystem and is not going to have any flaws. Um, whereas these other companies are ambitious. They're like, I want to be the first to do it. You know, Samsung, right. I want it to be the first to, to put out a folding phone and be able to show the world that something like this can be done. And that's how you gain market share, I think, is by doing things like that first. But also when the other competitors catch up and, and right. release a product that's sh just as amazing or even more amazing then you know it kind of evens out and you go right back to it yeah you know it's funny you mentioned how uh, a lot of tech guys don't like apple and i can i totally understand why you know you're a tech guy do you like apple or so i'm not against apple in any way i have a i have an imac that i love mm -hmm. i would probably consider getting a uh, MacBook. Although, if I were to get a new computer, it'd probably be a Microsoft Surface Book because I don't need something crazy. But the MacBooks are extremely nice. Yep. Just phone-wise, Google's got me hooked with their Pixel lines, and I know that people definitely didn't like Pixels when they came out. But I got the Pixel Three when it came out. Fell in love with Google Assistant and all the software and the camera. Got the Pixel 4 when it came out. People hated it. I didn't use my phone a lot during that time. So the battery life that people hated was kind of fine for me. And then I just got the Pixel 5, which is more of a budget phone. And I absolutely love it. Like this one has made me think I'll probably won't switch from Pixel, especially because Google just released a little teaser about their Pixel 6 and 6 Ultra that they're coming out with. And those phones look really, really neat. The the renders of them, mm -hmm. you weren't the, the reviewers didn't get any hands-on footage with them that they could show at least. But you know, we're not talking about regular phones. Pixel is Google is supposedly coming out with a foldable phone. And now if they come out with a foldable, I mean I will be sold. because uh, I, I just I love the software that Google produces. I think. so it's a software thing for you. It is. It is. I mean, right. their hardware is really good too. It's it's not the best. It's not Apple standards. It's definitely not Samsung standards. Samsung comes out with amazing hardware, but just having their software uh, and the Google Assistant is just unmatched. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think that with Apple, it's the 
it's like almost like their software is organic somehow. Mm. And I'm not really sure how to describe it. But, and granted, I've never had a Samsung phone or anything else, but I've never been attracted to the hardware. And so I've never gotten a chance to even experience the software. Right. Um, no, Apple, Apple does. And they, what Apple does is they catch you in that ecosystem. Once you're in that ecosystem, it's, it's very difficult to get out. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's so many people. If I mean, I was in a text message group last night and the first thing somebody said, who's got the green messages. Right. I mean, it's not, and it shouldn't even be that big of a deal, but that was the first thing said. And luckily, right. uh, Google is catching up and, and they released their own green messages type uh, blocker. Mm. And they, they came out with something called RCS that uh, you can, you know, I can see if, if you had a Google phone or Google messages app, I could see when you text me and uh, when you read it and when you're texting and I could send you like uh, a thumbs up on your text message or something like that. Right. Um so, I mean, they're catching up there, but it's ecosystem for Apple. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. But, uh, I mean. Well, yeah, if, if Apple comes out with a foldable uh, smartphone, then I might be in the market for one. Yeah, no, they, they definitely need to. And it, it would be nice for them to even just tease it a little bit and say, hey, we are working on this, just so you know. Right. When, when Samsung <laughs> released Oh, man, I don't remember what Note it was. It might have been the Note 10. It was when the first Galaxy Fold was shown. And they shut off all the lights at the end of the conference. And somebody came on stage and was like, I just wanted to show you guys this. And pulled out out of his pocket the folding phone, opened it up, but it was completely black. Like all dark. You couldn't really see anything besides the screensaver. And he's like, yeah, folding phones, it's real. We're making one right now. And then that was it. That was the end right. of the conference. And people were like, all right, you know, what's going on? We, we need, we need folding phones. We need folding phones. But, um, well, you know what I think it is. I think that they feel obligated to somehow generate hype. And I don't think Apple needs to generate hype at all. No, they don't. They don't. I'm pretty sure iPhone sales are through the roof right now. Um, I'm sure they are. I, I read an article the other day that said, you know, in, in quarter two, iPhone sales weren't slowing down. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, they literally release their new phones in September every year. So we're right around the corner and people are still buying the iPhone 12 and the iPhone yep. 13 is coming out. Yep. W- with that said, though, uh, talking about market share and, you know, bringing hype, Samsung's actually losing market share to a company called Xiaomi in China. Really? And yeah, so Xiaomi... It's a huge company. They they own a lot of other little companies that they sell phones from, but they also released a folding phone, and they are selling it for twenty seven hundred dollars, which is just insane. But the point here is that other companies are coming out with these folding phones and trying to gain market share with it. And, and Samsung is, is losing some of their market share because of it. Right. Well, that's surprising. I, w- I wouldn't expect that. Then again, that that's in Asia and obviously we don't know everything that goes on there. Right. Right. You, you can't I really mean, get, uh, the, the, you know, here. the popular brands there are not what's popular here, but I mean, I imagine a brand like Apple is famous everywhere and the most popular everywhere, like in, in China, in Japan, in those countries, is Apple the leading uh, smartphone seller? I'm sure they are. 
I I actually I I don't think so. I think Xiaomi has them on that. Really? And in I, China? I, in China, yes. Um, let's look it up. China market I guess China, share maybe. for phones. But I, I'm almost positive that I saw an article today as well saying um, Apple was gaining market share in Europe for their smartphones. Um, so, yeah, so I'm pretty – yeah, that's right. Huawei is, is one of the biggest um, – it says here Xiaomi and Apple were number four and five with 13.5 million. So it went Huawei. Um, and the, oh, okay. It went Huawei lost its crown to Vivo, which is interesting. Um, and then Oppo, which Oppo just came out with a phone today that has an under display front facing camera. So all you see is screen. And then when you want that camera, the, the camera is underneath the display and it kind of see i was expecting that a long time ago i'm surprised that's not standard by now yeah yeah so yeah so apple is is five in in china right now wow which is is crazy but you know what a lot of people like is that budget phone right and not many people want to buy a phone for twenty seven hundred dollars for two thousand dollars for fourteen hundred dollars and that's why you know i i got rid of the surface duo because I said, you know what? The, the camera stunk on it to, to begin with. So that was right. the first problem. The camera was awful. And I said, I'm not paying $1,400 for a phone that can't even take a nice picture. Now, we just saw leaks of the Surface Duo 2. And that had a giant camera hump on the back of it, which could be enticing for people. Because a lot of people fell in love with the hardware. I mean, this to, to put it in perspective, if you take your charging port for your iPhone or for your iPad and you look at it from, you know, like you were going to, for example, plug it into yourself, let's say. Right. So you're looking at it with, with the, the tiny little plug facing your eyes. Yep. The surface duo opened up is thinner than that plug. Really? So it's, it's a super thin phone. It's super nice. Aesthetically, the hinge weight is great. But again, it's thinner than that? That's scary. It, it is. It is. That is can scary. You, like, can you sit on it in your back pocket? Uh, well, when it's folded together, it is basically the size of a regular smartphone, a little bit bigger. And, you know, that's one of the things, right? You when It's just like we were talking about with the Z Flip 3 with, this, with the Microsoft Duo. When you close this phone, and that's what Panos Panay he who who presented this phone that's what he, he said is is when you close this you're done it's it's a sign of relief almost like right okay my technology's out let me let me enjoy the world around me and then when you open it up it's just a whole nother immersive experience um but if if that rumor of of the surface duo 2 is real with that camera on the back of it i would be excited to see what this phone brings because it was a great phone hardware and the software was catching up. Um, the camera stunk, though, and that's why a lot of people hated it. So I, I think if they can work on that software a little bit and, and have that camera bump on the back, it, it'll be really, really interesting phone. Right. And now since we're talking about cameras, what's your stance on, on iPhone cameras? Oh, best in the industry, especially really? especially in videography. But that's where... Google is, is making that jump with their Pixel 6 and 6 Ultra, and hopefully their Pixel Fold is video uh, videography. They, they came out with a new SOC, so 
new chip that they're going to put in their phone. Um, Apple uses the A, what are they at, 14 Bionic or whatever. Right. Uh, Google came out with a Tensor chip, and it's the chip that they use in their data centers. And they shrunk that down to fit in their SOC for their phones. Um, and apparently it's, it's very, very AI focused, that chip, which means they can do some crazy things. And, and some videography was, was part of it. Videography, computational photography kind of combined. And the results the reviewers were saying that I watched were amazing with what they could do uh, with video. And hopefully they make that big jump. Now, Apple has changed a bunch of their hardware in their cameras. Google has been using the same hardware since the Pixel 2. Mm-hmm. In the, so like the Pixel 2 camera, same hardware as the Pixel 5. It's just all the software has gotten better. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I always thought for some reason that because, you know, yes, iPhone cameras are, are very good, except in low light. They can mm. barely take a photo. You know what I mean? So I just saw that commercial now. Do you see that new commercial for, uh, I think it may be the iPhone 13. I don't know, though. And they were showing, oh, you can t- take selfies in low light now, in the dark. iPhone 12, probably, not 13. 13 yeah, okay. comes out with selfies. But, uh... so, so if the iPhone 12, I mean, yeah, because... You, like I said, the iPhone camera is great. You just, if it's slightly dark, the photo is absolute trash. Right. And I guess I always thought that Samsung had the superior camera, but you're telling me it doesn't? Um, I mean, I really, I haven't tested a Samsung phone in a while, to be honest. I think it would go Apple right now because you're running what? You're on an iPhone 8 right now, right? Or did oh, you no, I have an 11. You have an 11? Okay. Yeah. So I th- I'm almost positive in the 11, that's where Apple made their jump in low-light photography. No, it's, it definitely improved from my 7 Plus, for sure. <laughs> right. And that's where Google made the biggest jump before anybody was low-light photography. They were taking pictures in the dark before Apple was taking pictures good in the light. Right. Um, and I think... Now that Apple made that jump to low light photography and they're making bigger sensors, camera sensors on their phones that they, they right now are leading. And what that has to do with is software and, you know, kind of segueing into this, this foldable conversation still a good reason that Apple was probably not releasing a folding phone for a couple of years is because the software really isn't there yet. Right. And until it's there, that's when Apple will probably release some type of foldable. When they can say, all right, the software for a foldable phone is as good as the software for a normal phone, we, we can go ahead and, and release that. Right, and they don't want to bother and release something that people will say is garbage. I mean, it makes sense. Right, right. Because, I mean, there's a lot you can... There's a lot of screen real estate now. When you open that up, it's, it's you know, seven inches, eight inches across... That's yeah. huge. That's a lot of space you could do with, but you know, what can you actually do with it now? Right. Samsung, you could put like three different apps up on the screen at once. Um, Microsoft surface duo, like I was talking about before, you can span one application across both screens and it, it looks really neat. Um, and, and that's kind of it. The, the Z flip 
is more for that traditional, I want to flip my phone open and answer it. And honestly, I got to say, if I'm going with a folding phone, if it's not the Pixel Fold, I think I would get the Z Flip. I love the idea of flipping a phone open. Yeah, I like the Z Flip as well. And what's crazy is is those are the two, well, the three biggest uh, implements, implementations we have right now are the Surface Duo, where it's two screens. You kind of flip it open. You got the Z Flip, where it's, you know, a clamshell flip. And then you have the Z Fold, which is one giant screen you open up. And that's pretty much it for the U.S. Now, you go overseas, Huawei has the screen fold backwards. So the screen is always out. Mm. Um, And that's their take on it. And then FlexPi, which was the first folding phone to ever come out, which was trash, also has um, that outward folding so you fold it back and the screen's always out but there's other companies uh tcl which is interesting right you don't hear tcl making phones i think my tv is a tcl yeah yeah Yeah. um they're coming out and and lg as well they're looking at rollable screens (laughs) so you roll the screen out that's uh I i mean what do you feel about that as a consumer if you are seeing like a rollable screen, say say it's like a little chapstick like, you know, design, and you just click a button, the screen rolls out for you. Would you be interested in something like that? I mean, it's at a certain point, it gets away from functionality and more. Okay, look at all the amazing things we can do with a screen. We can make it roll now. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make any sense at all to use. To take something <laughs> out of your pocket and to unroll it in order to use it is a little bit obnoxious. <laughs> Yeah, no, that you know? is, yeah, it is, it is. It, and it just doesn't make sense. The folding thing, okay, it's a simple fold. I get it. You can fit more screen into your pocket. Right, exactly. I guess you can fit a huge rolled up screen into your pocket too, <laughs> but it's like, why? Uh, yeah, it's going to be like, uh, what, what they used to, I guess maybe they're just called scripts back then when you, you know, I'm trying oh, to scroll. Have, a scroll, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A scroll. Uh, I, the first thing that comes to mind is to drag and scroll from Kung right. Fu Panda. I love Kung Fu Panda, but um, yeah, I mean, that's just the implementation on phones too. What's crazy is right now there's actually a folding laptop that you can is get. There? It's a ThinkPad and it's a really cool device. I, I would consider getting one. Um, and you think, right, all laptops fold right now. That's what, right, they all fold. Yes. But this is a real folding laptop i mean all you have is the screen and there's actually a a small keyboard that goes with it and the keyboard kind of magnetically sticks on one end of the the device and you close it and you close the keyboard inside the device as well and it charges it wirelessly which is sweet so the keyboard will always be charged but it's a thinkpad right now and it's not really huge i don't believe but it, it folds in half and you can set it up where you have it you know, half laying down, the other half folded towards you like a laptop. And you could either type on that keyboard or you could type on a keyboard on the screen. Right. But so there is a keyboard, though. There is a keyboard that comes with it. And they have some it's it almost looks like a book, like a notebook. So you fold this thing and it's got um, leather on the outside of it or leather feeling texture on the outside of it. So it looks like a notebook. You open it up and there's actually a little stand you could put if you want to put it um 
horizontally instead of vertically. Mm. Uh, there's a little stand you could pull out on the back, lay that down, lay your keyboard down, and, and go ahead and, and start doing your work. Maybe I did see something about that, actually, now that you're describing it. Yeah, I, I like that. And, and Microsoft, when they released the Duo, they showed the Neo, and that was supposed to be a folding laptop. Same exact hardware as the Duo, just scaled up. So two separate screens, right? Right. But they never it never came to fruition. And kind of uh, unfortunate because it was interesting. But this, I mean, uh, all of all of the ideas are absolutely interesting. It's going to be interesting to see which ones make enough sense that they stick around, right? And which ones people go, why on earth would anybody want that? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So the ThinkPad is called the X1 Fold. X1 Fold Gen One. Um, X1 Fold Gen One. Yeah, it's really it's really neat. And I like I said, if I were in a workplace and they gave me one of these, I would actually like it better than a traditional laptop because this, it's so much more functional. You fold it up, you walk to the meeting, you walk you know, to your office, wherever you got to go, you unfold it, you're all ready to go. Like that's the only right. thing you need to carry. You don't need a backpack. You don't need to hunk around a big uh, laptop. Like you fold this up, you're carrying it like it's a notebook and you're walking to where you got to go. Right. Well, is- I think – since you're talking about, oh, it can, you know, you open it up, you're ready to go. Like, the idea should be that we move in a direction where we have one piece of tech that can do it all. Right now, everybody's making tons of money because they sell a laptop, they sell phones, you know, right. they sell tablets. <clears throat> could we get to a place where your phone can become a tablet, which could become a laptop? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then you would have to carry one thing that could do it all. That would be amazing. It would be, but, I mean, they're they're trying to make a phone, a tablet right now with the whole folding. That's that. Right. I think that's the whole idea Definitely. of it. Definitely. But when is it too big? Like what is too big to be a phone? Yeah. I mean, that's what phones- I'm saying. If the screen gets, <laughs> if the screen gets amazing enough that it's, it's paper thin and you have it as a phone and then you could unfold it four times and it's a tablet and then you unfold the back and suddenly there's a keyboard. Right, right, that's, yeah. But I mean, that's technology that's so far away. And to be honest, I don't even know if that's possible at all, but that would be insane. If you could have something, right. have a phone that became a tablet that became a keyboard. So, I mean, now we're talking, it's like a paper airplane almost. You just yeah. fold here, fold here and, and you get this. So you're going to be folding it up a million times, but I think, well, yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing. I, I think that's what maybe some of the rollables concepts that we're seeing, maybe that's what they're trying to do is, you know, have something and like that. I know I, I know I spoke ill about the rollables before. If they can <laughs> achieve that, I'm on board. Yeah. Um, there, it's funny because there's an old, old, old press conference. I'm talking maybe 10 years, 11 years ago that Microsoft came out with and they showed a screen and it was almost it was like a flexible screen right. it was it looked like plastic but it was it was like a rollable type screen it was foldable it was plastic you could still touch on it and this was at one of their conferences i would love to find the link again and put it in the show notes but they also released something and this is completely different but it, it's kind of what i remember of the conference they released this like xbox room version and it was like a projector up top when you're playing the video st- video game. Right. 
and it would light up the entire room. And I mean, like, if you're walking in GTA or something and you see street lights, you see the street lights on your wall. Really? <laughs> like, it's literally your wall becomes your entire room becomes your video game. But that's kind of what I remember, right? They showed this this foldable technology, and and that was the one thing I remember because that Xbox thing was sick. Yeah, that's very cool. But I, I'm really hoping, you know, I'm a Pixel fan. I love the Surface Duo just for work, not personal life yet. Right. I'm really hoping Pixel comes out with a folding phone and, and they come out with something cheap. That's the hardest part. Is it's got to be I was affordable. Say, that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing is making it so people can actually afford it. And I guess that's where these second gens, you know, if they're going into third gen, the second gen, if they're going into second gen, the first gen phones foldables will become cheaper because i did see something that the galaxy z fold was 200 dollars off now uh, the z fold 2 was 200 dollars off right I, I don't know how expensive the galaxy z fold 2 is right now um let's see oh it's a it's only 1800 <laughs> only 1800 yeah no it's nothing although this one on ebay um used condition i mean you're you're gonna have to buy the phone used or refurbished 749 used fully functional shows signs of front glass cracked okay that's why that one's cheap <laughs> but you just hope that some of these prices go down somehow and i i was hearing rumors that this clamshell the z full the z flip three right. could be cheaper they could make a cheap version of it I was just reading, and it looks like it's significantly less expensive than the uh, Z Fold. Oh, it is. It is yeah. Yeah, definitely less expensive. And the 5G version, which is the second generation, looks right now like it's around. Well, it looks like you can get them all over the place. So, you know, uh, 429, that's probably showing some fully fun. This is probably the same person. Right. LCD damage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but again, you know, with new products, some of these will come down hopefully, and hopefully it's it's cheaper because they're beautiful phones, and you just want everybody to be able to experience it. But it's it's hard when the prices are so high. Well, everyone will absolutely experience it. I, like that's another thing. I don't think people are willing to spend that money right now on that. When Apple comes out with their phone, people will drop whatever obnoxious amount they charge in they a heartbeat. They will. And we see that now. That's the thing. You know, we see it now with their laptops are a little bit overpriced. They're a little bit. Their their phones are a little bit they're getting out of control. I mean, we're talking a flagship phone, which you know, it should have flagship things, and it does. They definitely don't get me wrong, their hardware, their software is extremely nice. But everything's in-house. They don't really have a middleman. They cut out all the middlemen. Right. Like they're they're making their own chips. They're making their own, you know, f uh, software. They're doing everything themselves. They only have a couple things, you know, the the camera, the screens that are outsourced. Why is right. it so expensive? You know, fourteen well, you see, fifteen hundred dollars. They, they get away with it because they go, oh look, here's the iPhone SE for six hundred dollars. You can afford it. <laughs> right. 
right and the iphone se <laughs> we're talking they're just going to start taking older phones because the iphone i was going to say it's like an iphone 5 yeah it's just like an iphone I, I think i think it literally was the iphone 7 or 8 and they just right. rebranded it basically had to but you know folding phones are the future they're going to be something that people love and utilize and it's just going to be it's almost going to be like a boost in production for people. I think that's what these first generations are is it's let's see how much I can uh, boost my production. Right. I think that's what Microsoft tried to do. I think they were trying to, and Panos Panay who, who showed it, who announced it, who revealed it. He kept iterating, reiterating that this is a surface. It's not right. a phone. It's a right. surface product. And you can get a lot done. Like if if I if my Wi-Fi went down or something, and I just needed to get stuff done on, you know, uh, LTE, I would definitely be able to just start doing stuff on my Surface and my Duo and getting things done because it is functional. It is functional. Right. Well, it, I mean that's arguably the most important part, even over price. Yeah. No, it, it is overpriced, but you know, I kind of agree with them. This isn't. It's, it's it's not it's not a daily driver it's not and right. I, I feel like most folding phones right now it's hard to be a daily driver besides the z flip i i keep going back to it but i really like that phone i think it's a sweet phone no i agree i do think it's a sweet phone but i i like the idea of laptops folding too i think that's going to be uh that's going to be after the folding phone craze. It's going to become folding laptop craze. We'll fold everything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much fold everything. But yeah, so let's stay tuned for August 11th. It's when the Z Flip 3, Z Fold 3, they all come out. Should be pretty interesting. And then in October, hopefully, Samsung, or not Samsung, Google releases their versions of their new flagship and hopefully their version of a folding phone. That would be sweet, but uh, yeah, we're gonna stay... stay tuned for uh, 2024 when Apple comes out with a folding. Right, code. right. We'll be back for for that one too. Right. <laughs> but hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Some folding phones. What do you guys think? Are you in on the folding phone craze, or do you think it's just a craze? Uh, are you not interested at all? And would you be interested in the folding laptop when people start coming out with those? I don't know. For me, I think I'm interested. What do you got, Jackson? I'm interested. I want to see it come a little further before I show up that kind of money. Yeah. But I am true. interested. That's true. How could you not be interested in a screen uh, that folds? I know, right? Technology is awesome. What can we say? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening.